Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Thursday, folks. Um, we are back with the uh, Minute 60. Beetlejuice decides to give the Maitlands a taste of his scary services. Charles sees nothing but dollar signs and wants to turn the house and property into an amusement park or supernatural research center. Eh, do the same thing. Lydia cannot bring the ghosts on demand unless them reminds them of this. While Beetlejuice scares everyone as a giant reptile. And the guy who just laughed at my my snarl is Mr. Chris Taylor, our guest today. I think we all laughed at your snarl. (laughs) It's the Frankenstein snake. And then the quieter one on the other side of the room is Mr. Anthony Phillips. May I have a cup of tea, please? No, you will have moldy mushroom stew, and that's it. May I have mushroom tea, please? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> For those of you who are just turning tuning in, um, we don't sorry. we don't really have a basement <laughs> with mushrooms in it, but you know, hey, it's a it's a running joke. Then what have I been eating? <laughs> We've been wondering the same thing. <laughs> so who wants to start? What are you eating? <laughs> Ginger ale. Ginger ale. I'm eating ginger ale. I don't know how, but I am. Because we treat you guys nice and we give you guys Canada Dry and Snapple and mushroom tea. Mushroom tea, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Back to the Beetlejuice minute. Okay. Um. What does okay? The, so Charles says we could turn this place into a number one paranormal research facility or an amusement park an amusement park is he do, okay does he say an amusement park or does he say and amusement park because i always kind of thought he changed his mind like he was like a research facility nope never mind amusement park but what if he wanted to make like a ghost jurassic park where it was like research and amusement i kind of thought maybe um he doesn't really take the whole supernatural research thing seriously and so to him it's like supernatural research <gasps> an amusement park yes, as if it's the same kind of thing uh, yeah, in the script, it actually has him say, I'm going to turn this sleepy little backward town into a leading supernatural research center and amusement park. And amusement park, okay. Because oh. he gets really excited by the idea of an amusement it, park. He, it's like the ghost sea world. So, it's kind of like a children's museum, because you get to do cool stuff, but but you learn stuff too. Is that right? I, I just accept that he was John Hammond, but with ghosts... <laughs> and Barry just hurt himself for hearing Wait, John Hammond. Ghost dinosaurs. Ghost Is that dinosaurs. What we're <laughs> I would totally watch that movie. I would go to that amusement I'm park. Pretty sure you watched that movie already. I think we all would. I think I got a homey pocket. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think, I think we've learned this week that my favorite voice is now. Oh, hello. I have my ginger ale. Jen. It's so good to see you. Are you here to Did you bring me? the ice cream? I have a coupon. <laughs> There's not much of me left. So, you know, for those listening at home, 
If you've seen Rogue One and you're feeling down and just by yourself driving or something stressed out, start imitating Saw Gerrera. It is just so much fun. It is such a fun voice to do. And listen for Chris Taylor's album coming out, Songs by Saul Gerrera. <laughs> Songs Gerrera. <laughs> Which he'll be doing the Beetlejuice uh, Deo song. And as <laughs> Deo! Deo! <laughs> Daylight, come and me want to go home and run no longer. This is one of the failed acts from Charles's Supernatural Research Center amusement this park review. This is why his review. amusement park went bankrupt. <laughs> because it wasn't funny, like us. Precisely. <laughs> so, uh... Back to the minute? Yes. So he says an amusement park, and, uh... There is, and I think you pointed out too, I wish there was some dialogue we could hear that we don't in this minute, where Barry, uh, Barry, where, where Charles is saying like, oh, though, do you think you could do, you know, you could help us with this? And Otho's like, hmm, perhaps if I'm properly motivated. Which is funny because he was chomping in the bit, It was his like, idea. Two minutes earlier. Yeah. And I think now that Otho sees like there might be some profit involved, now he's well, trying to be coy. And so Charles grabs him by his tie and says, you know, what exact motivation do you mean? And I yeah. wanted to hear this conversation, but we don't hear it. Yeah, the only thing I could music. make out was just Charles saying, be realistic. What do you really so right. I didn't. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about that. I don't. Sorry. I did I cut you off. I, didn't mean... <laughs> I don't see it the same way. What I see it as is he has the book now. So mm -hmm. now he's going to pretend that everything that happens cool is from him, not from the book. Everything that's, that happens and is successful is because he was motivated to do it. And so now he's like trying to be like, I'm the big man in charge. But he, they, the rest of them don't know what he has. So he's trying to keep that knowledge from himself. Like, you know, he's had these powers all along. So and I think ah. he's trying to cash in on his. Yeah. And, and then go back to Chris's point. He's trying to cash in now that he has something he thinks will give him an edge. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of the edge, but I was definitely thinking the whole subtext was money, money, money. Yeah. I think it was more about money. Do you notice Lots that Delia is just listening? But and I can tell that her wheels are turning, probably thinking about how she could decorate or design the center or the park. And I also kind of like that Delia and Charles are holding hands. Oh, isn't that sweet? Finally, we see a little affection between the two of them. That doesn't involve licking things <laughs> and is there a reason for one gloved hand and one not no that was the artsy thing we he, is it yeah. michael jackson thing no that was we talked on? about that whenever like they were having dinner yeah. cruella deville's you know 101 dalmatians look it still bothers me because it's so the it's so polarized that like she's so pale that it almost looks like but she's wearing a white it, it almost i listen it almost makes me feel like it's the same thing as her floating off of the bed for no apparent reason other than to show off the floating above the bed because she's a spirit thing that we talked about earlier in, in, in a previous minute so it makes me think of that like the only reason they put her in one gloved hand is so that she could feel the snake later on i think the other glove is the fact that she was wearing it around her head and maybe that hat glove was the other glove i don't know <laughs> but i see Barry look looking at me like june be so critical but you're one of the most critical people ever i just think it's it's her being artsy I yeah mean, i think it was yeah. just her being artsy. i think it's an excuse have to you, have to you the seen scales. the house if, if it was just to feel this to feel the scales they probably would have just had her remove a glove at some point if they it wanted just that to feels happen. To be and she even puts her hand on the organic which, i i always love that transition because like from the the rail to the snakeskin because it's just there you know, mm -hmm. but I miss some minutes, but um, we haven't had the actual Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice yet, have we? 
Yeah, we there's only well there's only two Beetlejuice, three Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuices in the entire movie. We've had the first but one. With the one they officially officially call him. Mm-hmm. They yeah, have and that. they say home, yes. home, home. And then okay, and then Beetlejuice manifests was... himself in this minute as yeah. the snake because he can do that as we've seen him. Well, I wasn't privy to this minute. I think it was downstairs dog. in the basement, so yeah. I don't remember that part. So <laughs> see, I was going to bring that up in a future minute. I was like, how did he manage to get himself out of the model? Well, the juice is loose now. See what shakes loose, which feels like it was shot way later on. Some about that shot. Something with the lighting and the makeup, it doesn't look. It looks like it was additional shooting. The makeup looks different, yeah. Either additional shooting or maybe it was a very early camera test and that they used first because it doesn't even look like there's a set there because it is just his headstone and black and he's standing next to it and he just ducks behind it. Well, it's not in the script at all, so maybe they were cutting the movie and they realized, oh, wait, need we, need to, we need to justify the fact that he is the now snake. really actively messing with them mm-hmm. because we lost all of that. Wait, but I thought you did the wine. I thought you did the shrimp. Could we it also be the set thing? Could it also be like, you know, how they used to do promos of single characters at a time to promote movies? Is it going to be like they were shooting a bunch of things all at once and they kind of just, hey, we need to do this, do some pickup shots, or hey, this, or hey, let's shoot this, and let's do your character shot, too, at the same time. And they actually you guys caught, do know what I'm talking about, though, yeah. right? They right. actually caught yes. Michael on a smoke break from those. That's why he was like, start <laughs> yeah. chattering. Yeah. What? Oh, what? Oh, crap. Okay. He wasn't even full makeup. He was outside smoking a cigarette. They're like, we need you. We need you now. <laughs> and then he ended up being locked out in his underwear, had to walk around the whole block, you know? Oh. That's why his voice is like that. Either. They had him smoking wow. the whole time. Uh, the, ghost with- <laughs> the ghost of the most, babe. I feel like there was a movie about Michael Keaton walking around in mm. his underwear. And then he started owning McDonald's. Yeah. Mm. All so. I can say is, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't so, know how to bring this back to the moment I was going to moment, so I'm just going to moment We've been momenting it. the whole time. I'm going to moment to a new moment and talk about Delia One being deathly moment. afraid of the snakes. At least I think she's deathly afraid of the snakes. The very first reaction shot of her, she kind of moves her head like a snake. It almost looks like she's about to maybe throw up for a second. And I realize it's very brief, but no one else has that I'm about to throw up moment because I'm so scared. So I kind of, you know, like Catherine O'Hara's acting, it makes me want to watch more Catherine O'Hara stuff. Well, yes, but I, I just assumed it was her following the snake body up to, ah, the head. Yeah. But it kind of jerks a little bit, kind of like... Just barely as if she was about to She's a chicken up. hawk. Or a chicken hawk. <laughs> Barfing, chicken hawk, same thing. <laughs> we were talking about cartoons. So I was bringing it back to the whole cartoony motions and cartoony movements. Gotcha. It works well in this scene, I think. I have a point sometimes. Again, the first time I saw this movie as a kid, Snake scared the hell out of me. Um, and whenever... Uh, but when you first see it as a snake... It's funny watching it because I think the puppet is great. Whenever they show like the Beetlejuice head snake, the puppet's great. The uh, the you know the in between with the rail becoming the snake is great. But when it first uh, rises up and it's like stop motion, I'm like this is this is not scary. I don't know why I was scared of this as a kid, but I, I guess snakes maybe. That's what I was scared of. Lots of things are scary as kids. I mean, the scares. sandworm scared me. The snake scared. It might be a snake kind of thing that I was scared of as a kid. That's that's what I'm gonna blame. Yeah. Snakes. Why it had to be snakes? Well, and the other thing that was kind of weird about the moment too, and I've seen it in a lot of movies where snakes are involved, is there's um of course he's he, he's already established he's a little pervy. Is that he slithers under her skirt and then basically looks up and he's like, ah, you know, he's like, and there's always this thing with snakes and seductiveness. 
and stuff like that. But he was like taking that and kind of flipping it on. So it's that evil sense, but he's also kind of flipping it on its head and making it humorous. In the script, he actually kisses her. Ooh. He gives her a snake kiss. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Glad we took that well, out. What I think is funny is that he does the slide under, looks up her skirt, as Beetlejuice does. And the next shot is Otho looking horrified. But it doesn't look like he's horrified of the snake. He's like, oh, I can't believe you're looking there. It's like, wait. And, um, standards, man. Standards. Yes. <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> Poor dude. I didn't realize it'd be a room when he kisses her butt so much. I didn't know if there'd be enough room for somebody else. <laughs> On that note... Let's uh, not take it farther than I meant it. Let's just leave it where it is. <laughs> Which is exactly what I'm going to do and say adieu for minute number Wait, what 16. if we are done? What if we want more talk about this minute? About the snake looking up Delia's skirt? I just wanted to ask Chris if he was afraid of Dreamscape the first time he saw it, because there was a snake creature in that. And I I've David. actually blocked out most of that movie. I think the only time I've seen that movie was when I was about five. And I, I, I'd i like to see it again, because that's one with uh, Dennis Quaid, right? Correct. Yeah. And I'd like to see it again, but just the memories, like the vague memories I have of seeing it, just scared the bejesus out of me. So okay. I do need to revisit it as an adult, because I'm sure I'll be at fine. At a five-year-old, I can see that. Yeah. Be a little trippy, <laughs> and because and the, the snake did scare a lot of people, even though it was kind of like a stop-motion kind of thing. <laughs> And well, it's kind of like the reverse Return to Oz. You know, you watch the movie when you're a kid, and you're like, yeah, and then you watch it now, and it's like, oh my god. Well, I love Return to Oz just for its because it's more like the books in a sense. I mean, well, it's, dark as hell. They're, yeah, they're dark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's. I mean, the, the slippers weren't even ruby, kids. They were silver. Just so you know, read a book. That's all I'm saying. In my day, our television was called books. <laughs> Learn a book, Seth. No Saturday Night Live fans. Okay, the girl, the girl you talked to at a party, but wish you hadn't. No. No. Nope. Okay. Wait. Well, nope. I th- I might have seen that. Learn one. a book, Seth. How do we tie this back to Beetlejuice? This is Beetlejuice. Well, he's <laughs> looking up. Our tangents are <laughs> our tangents are Beetlejuice related. So <laughs> it's the uh, stream of consciousness. And this is the fun extra credit kind of bonus material that you'll be getting more of on our Facebook Beetlejuice podcast group. What a tie-in! You can't edit it out because now it's part of it. Now it's part part of it. it. Now it's it's canon. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. (laughs) But sometimes we do go off on craziness that's not quite Beetlejuice related. Anybody remembers the mem minutes? (laughs) Some of that on our new Facebook page. Uh, Sorry, Facebook group trying to think which tim burton film i saw first and I, it must have been beetlejuice because edward scissorhands came later 91 i think yeah and i know edward scissorhands i nearly i had a conniption fit when i saw the trailer for edward scissorhands i was like oh, i've got to see that and i know it must have been based on the fact i'd seen beetlejuice because how else would i have known tim burton since i, I thought when well, not... other is a blonde i've never seen that i'm going <laughs> i've never seen peewee so i missed peewee till years later yeah, I didn't really get Pee Wee, so Batman was my first Burton, which you can kind of argue isn't really Burton. No, oh, so so which well, Batman yeah. Returns. It is definitely Burton. So which one was I, I first? Mean, I mean, I mean, I came to it as a Batman so, yeah. movie, so, not a Burton movie. So what was his first big film, for those listening? First big film? His first film that kind of came out and everybody kind of like, okay, that's established. Oh, where like the first movie that you'd say is a Tim Burton film? Yeah, that you kind of people actually him. went to go see? Uh, I would say... Well, for people in general, I would say probably closer to around Edward Scissorhands. Okay. But no, yeah. I, well, I guess what I mean is like what, what kind of movie kind of said, okay, I'm here. Like, do you, do you consider that Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Because there are a lot of things in there that you do see in later films, like some of the claymation and some oh, of the like his, like his like large marge stuff. and stuff like that. So you see that. So I guess part of my point is like, you know, 
I, re- I saw Pee-wee's first, so I saw that one first, not even realizing it was a Tim Burton film. So when I saw Beetlejuice, I didn't realize. And, of course, I wasn't so much into the acting back then as just or the directing or the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's just the movies themselves. So I never put two and two together. But now knowing that and going back and watching it, you can see kind of like the shade where the thing's developing. I can't wait. I just want to end this so I can sleep so I can do the next minute tomorrow. Yes, that sounds like a brilliant <laughs> plan. So uh, you guys, check out the Fiverr link on the right-hand side. Check out Anthony's Hollow movie, and we will see you tomorrow. Until next time, save us some popcorn, and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.